Hello, and welcome to Landy's Taiwan Diaries. My name is Celia Landman, but most people just call me Landy. Today, I want to tell you a few things that I find interesting and a little amusing when I look around me here in Taiwan. You remember many, many months ago, I told you that when I came to Taiwan, I never really had any culture shock. There was not, it's not as if I wanted to run home because everything is so strange and different. I, I managed to get used to things pretty easily and things didn't really upset me too much. But through the years, there are still some things that you see that is a little bit strange, right? And you might not really like it very much, but you accept it. For example, the summers here, right? I've now been here almost three decades and the summers are just so long and so hot and so humid. I, I don't really like it, but you accept it, right? Because it's part of life. So I, I have a few things to share with you. Now, the, the one thing that uh, is always interesting when you go to any country is how the people drive. Like, you know, when you go to Italy or France, those drivers are just, they are just crazy. But um, an interesting thing I saw here in Taiwan is if you drive, for example, on the highway. Now, in South Africa, in South Africa, we drive more like, like England. We, we live and let live, you know. So if I'm driving on the highway and I see here's a car in front of me who wants to change lanes, I will, I will hang back a little bit. And I will let you, the guy come into my lane and there, then he goes wherever he wants. But the interesting thing I saw here is that those drivers do not want to let me in if I want to change lanes. So if I put on my indicator, so I can see there's a guy behind me, I put on my indicator, I want to move over now, right? This guy will actually speed up <laughs> to prevent me from coming into his lane. And I find that very interesting. And now it's not only the Taiwanese people, my friend Larry does it too. When I drive with him to golf, and he sees a guy wanting to change lanes. He says, hang on, let me just accelerate a little bit here. This guy is not coming into my lane. Anyway, I thought that was funny because in South Africa, we don't see too much of that. People will give you a gap. Or if, if a guy is waiting at, a, at an intersection, which is, doesn't have a traffic light, and he wants to come in, we will often just slow down a little bit to let this guy slip into the traffic. But here in Taiwan, you really have to just bite the bullet and push yourself in because it's, it's very unlikely that somebody will actually stop and give you a gap. So you have to make your own gap. That's always interesting for me. Then another thing that I've noticed through the years, another thing that I have come to accept, although I don't like it very much, is very often when you take a bus, now I take public transport all the time, right? So when I take a bus, people like, especially uh, older people, they like to sit on the bus. So on the bus, there are two sides, right? And every side has an, a window seat and an aisle seat. And they like to sit in the aisle seat. Now I can understand, they think I was on the bus first, I can choose where I want to sit, so they sit on the aisle seat. The problem is now they almost have taken the, the window seat out of commission because now another person, another passenger has to be very brave to say to them, excuse me, climb over them, somehow get to the seat and sit down, right? I mean, I do it because, because I don't want to stand all the way, but many other people will just give up. They will just stand because they don't want to climb over this person. So um, I find this interesting and very often, I mean, the other day I did it, there was a lady sitting and I climbed over here. I said, sorry, sorry, I climbed over her. I sat at the window and then I had to climb over her again to get out. So sometimes you think, okay, ah, I know this person is sitting at the aisle because they're getting off soon, right? Not the case, not always the case. They, they just like to sit there so they have the freedom of getting up and getting out whenever they, they want. Now me personally, I will always sit at the window because I just want to make it easy for the other people to also have a seat. But that's something that I've noticed and that people, interestingly enough, they just accept. They don't get angry. They don't complain. 
they just they just say okay i don't want to climb over this one i'm just going to stand here for my bus ride today so that's kind of an interesting thing and another thing not exactly the same but similar is people get on the bus maybe at the first or second stop the bus is still empty right and they have some shopping so they put their shopping bags on the seat next to them now as the bus fills up they don't take those bags down I give them the benefit of the doubt. I'll say they just forget. <laughs> they forgot. So I have seen, though, people walk up to them and say, please, can you remove your bags? I want to sit here. But people very often just put the bags there and they leave it there and basically take up one seat until they get off. Then again, other people don't mind too much. Maybe they do the same another time, right? Who knows? Okay, here's another interesting thing that I've noticed. And that is that the Taiwan people, they love new things. For example, if a new restaurant opens, I've noticed once there a new restaurant opened not far from my house. And for the first two months, every weekend, Saturday and Sunday, there was a line outside. They have to try this new place. They just have to. So I look around. There are many other restaurants. And I'm pretty sure their food is also good. But that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if other restaurant is better or cheaper or whatever. This new place must be tried out at all costs. It, we can we have to stand in the rain that's okay but we are gonna try this place and they will stand there and i will walk past them shake my head and zip into another restaurant where there are many tables available <laughs> but i remember actually many many years ago when donkin donuts came to taiwan for the first time they opened their first store in tiamu and i'm not lying to you for the first 18 months a year and a half there was always a line outside and that line was sometimes around the block and then as, as people got used to the line got shorter, but there was a line for 18 months outside that place. Incredible. But they must try new things. Who can blame him? And everybody wants to try new stuff, right? I also find yeah, that, that uh, if you have a secondhand car, you are better sell your secondhand car to your friend because the secondhand store is not going to give you a good price. The reason for that being that Taiwan people don't really like secondhand cars that much. Recently, that has changed a bit. I've been informed that people now look around on the internet to look for secondhand deals of whatever kind. But as far as cars go, I remember I bought my car for my friend. It was cheap for three reasons. He was my friend and he left the country and sold it to me. Secondly, it was secondhand, so probably nobody even wanted to have it. And the third thing is, it was manual. Now in Taiwan, more than 95% or even more of all cars are automatic. Where I come from in South Africa, 95% of cars are manual. It's a, when I grew up, it was very, very special if you saw an automatic car. So we just get used to manual gears, right? But uh, in Taiwan, you find very, very few cars with manual, manual gears. And uh, people don't like it, so they, they just like automatic cars. And that's another reason why I got my car for such a cheap price, because it was manual. And many people here don't know how to drive a manual car. All right, let's see if there's another. Oh, yes. Here is a, another funny thing that I see, and I, as you know, I take public transport every day. When you are on the metro, what we call the MRT, and you get to a station, uh, usually, for example, in England, where I also lived, the people who are waiting on the platform, they will now wait for people inside to get out, and then they get in. But in Taiwan, I don't know if they're scared that the train will go without them, but they barge straight in. They do not give you a chance to get out. You have to, like like <laughs> dodge and, uh, and go left and go right to get out because they are coming in. That having been said, I just thought of it. You know, the trains in Taiwan, the doors stay open for a very short time. And that might be that especially the older people are a little bit nervous. So they just come. I remember once I didn't look. I was standing there right at the door reading my book. And as the doors open, I didn't immediately step up or step out. 
and I was just a, a, a wave came in and they knocked me all the way back <laughs> to the other side of the train and I had to recover close my book take off my glasses and I just made it out the door they yeah they, they just it's so funny people are, are very worried except at the big stations at the big stations the train stops long, longer you know at the where they are intersection with another line so then they will um, then they will actually wait for people to get out otherwise it won't work right but at smaller stations and I always find that amusing so I, I deliberately sometimes maybe I'm wrong you know I I barge into them a little bit to make room for myself just so I can just so I can get out now here's another th another thing that I just shake my head when I see it and this is not so long this is a recent thing as we all know people who have dogs and who love dogs dogs live for their daily walk or their daily walks right that's what they live for they live to get out of their yard or out of their house out of their apartment and go for a walk in the park and then when they go for a walk what a dog loves to do he loves to stop and sniff around right he needs to sniff around there are other dogs here other dog use this bush for a toilet i'm going to use it as well so i got i remember back in south africa i got very angry when i saw people taking their dog for a walk on a bicycle or on a little motorbike you know so they hook the leash up and then they drive slowly and the dog just has to run next to them all the way and the dog cannot stop the dog cannot stop and and sniff around and and do his business and i, I used to get very very angry with that and uh, i've also noticed that here but the majority of people here take their dog for a walk as a dog want to be taken right but a thing that i've seen recently is i see these people walking down the street with a stroller or as, as we say a pram where you put a baby in right so i think here's a mother coming with a baby then i look inside the stroller there's a dog there's a dog sitting in the stroller He's probably wearing little uh, boots or little uh, socks as well. He's not allowed to get out of there. He's going for a walk. This is his walk. He's getting pushed around. This is his outing for the day. And I look at it and I think to myself, poor little dog. I wonder, do you ever actually run around and sniff around? And then sometimes, you know, once I was so angry with myself, there was a lady wanting to get on the bus with a stroller. And I helped her lift it up. And when I, once I lift it up, I noticed there's not a baby inside. It's a dog inside. I almost wanted to take it out again, but, but I, I didn't. Anyway, so I always feel sorry for these little dogs. I get really, really pampered. And it's usually, not always, but usually older ladies. But I've, I've once saw a young man and a young woman with three. They had three dogs, e-dogs. Uh, one was a double and one was a single. And these two walked down the street with their dogs, their little family. Those little dogs are not going to get dirty. They're going to sit happily in the stroller. So I, I always think, man, I, I wish the poor little dog just can, can get a little bit of of exercise you know anyway if i spot more things like this <laughs> i'll share them with you in the future but that's all the time we have today this is the end of this episode we hope you enjoyed it until we talk again next week goodbye <laughs>